Ladies and gentlemen, it's BC, another episode of the podcast, Supreme Being. Welcome back. Um, as always, I'll start with the three announcements that this podcast is sponsored by my real estate team. If you need anything real estate related worldwide, we got you, Sold at Gmail. You can contact us or go to TeamBCSold.com. Secondly, Modern Success, my personal coaching and mentorship program. We're averaging three new members joining every day. I don't care who you are or where you're from join it will change your life starting january 1st we will be introducing the new price so for those of you on the fence make sure you join before the end of the year and lastly exp realty if you haven't joined make sure you contact me let's get you on also december 6th uh, we will be having a lunch and learn at my office and streamed worldwide i've shared it on my instagram story i've shared it on facebook make sure you rsvp we will have a packed house if you want to learn it's a lunch and learn it's going to be really, really good. If you want to join EXP, go to join.exprealty.com. Put me down as your sponsor, and I'll help you get rocking and rolling. Okay, let's begin. Um, so I had to redo my lecture from Modern Success because my office internet was being a little shaky yesterday. I just finished it up about 30 minutes ago, and it was really, really good. And I wanted to transition and talk about a few things today that I know is on my mind. And I know people really need to get a certain level of understanding uh, when I talk about this subject, okay? Now, there's something that I have adopted that I didn't have before, but I have it now. And all the top people in every single field, I don't care who they are, I don't care if they're an alien, I don't care if they're a man or a woman, they have this quality, okay? It is the ability to make decisions quickly. However, we're taught the opposite. Oh, think about it. Oh, you need to make sure. Oh, you need to dwell on it. You need to weigh your options and do all this other shit. And for a while, I was like, you know what? I'm going to experiment and do both. I'm going to I'm gonna take my time and think about it and weigh my options, or I'm just going to make a decision and then move on to the next one. Okay. Now, one thing I want you guys to understand, the world listening to this, is when you have a decision in front of you, let's say that's not there right here, is your decision. And you're looking at this thing and you're like, hmm, I'm thinking about making this decision. Your focus is on this decision. That means in the space of time, everything else isn't stopping. You have stopped and you're on this decision. Other opportunities and other possible decisions are going by that could possibly fill this space and be available to you. But you're spending your time looking at this one and saying, I don't know, it's a little bit off, it looks a little bit old. And you're sitting there. Your indecision in that moment is a decision. You're deciding to dwell, and you're deciding not to make a decision. And other opportunities are going by. Which is why you hear the age-old saying, when an opportunity presents itself, you jump on it. Always. And through my own testing and my experience, I realized that. Because when I was sitting on a decision and thinking about it and weighing my options like I was taught, I lost so many other opportunities that I found out later that were in front of me. Right? And some of them I didn't know. Some of them I didn't know. And I'm sure I still will never know. Because the only way I found out the other one, somebody else told me. I saw later somebody did something. And I was like, man, I was thinking about doing that too. Then I find out months later. Right? How many things are, are you, the listeners and viewers of this podcast, how many fucking decisions do you have on your mind right now that you're just sitting on instead of deciding on them? Right? I would rather... Make a decision, be wrong, and learn from it, and be better prepared for the next one, 
than sit there and take too much time on my decision. We need to up the frequency of us having to make decisions. By making more decisions, you get better at making decisions. Even if you're making wrong decisions, that's a part of it, you will have to make wrong decisions. You need to embrace making wrong decisions because just like working on your sales skills, just like working on your communication, just like working on anything else, it's gonna require some mistakes and some quote failures for you to step back and say, oh, what did I do wrong here? Oh, okay, I need to adjust this, boom. Same thing with decisions, it's the same thing. Yet everybody's standing on the sidelines. How many people message me and follow me every freaking day, every week that email me, message me, DM me on Instagram and Facebook, and their messages are always the same, or they tell me they've been dwelling on this one decision for six months or a year. Are you kidding me? If you want to try something, if you want to do, open up a business, go. Oh, well, uh, I, I need the first step. and uh, Shut the fuck up and go and figure it out while you're taking steps towards taking the action and actually doing something. Not sitting there saying, oh, well, you know, I, I, I put up a classified ad to get a mentor in this and I'm just waiting. Really? How about you start taking action like I did and attract your mentor? Yeah, I had a fucking claw, tooth and nail to get some of my mentors. But guess what? I was making decisions and taking action while I was doing it. I wasn't sitting there waiting like, well, I'm playing video games, so why aren't you working? Well, you know, I emailed that one mentor, so I'm just waiting for him to get back to me. What's going on? So when I look at, at, at people, one of the first things I like learning about them to see where they're at and where they're going is their decision-making process and ability. It is an ability, believe it or not. And when you look at it from that perspective as an ability, oh man, now you've kind of gotten a, a big key to open up a huge door in your life. Big time. When this light bulb went off for me, man, I was constantly making decisions, constantly putting myself in positions where I had to make decisions. By the way, many of you who are flirting on the edge of your comfort zone, guess what? Whatever's on the other side that makes you uncomfortable, that's a decision. And instead of doing it, you're going the opposite way. You're making a decision the wrong way. And like I told you, it's an ability. You need to realize that, hey, I'm making the wrong decision by constantly cowering away from my limit and not stepping into my discomfort. So I need to step into the discomfort. Now I learn and I make the decision to step into the unknown, step into the mystery, step into the black hole of, oh, I don't know what it is. I do that shit all the time, all the time, constantly. If I'm ever in a position where I have to make two decisions, one feels totally safe and the other one feels uncomfortable, I normally go with the uncomfortable one 99% of the time, right? Unless, you know, we're talking, putting myself in a situation where I'm, uh, you know, gonna be physically harmed possibly or something like that. That's the exception, right? Of course, I'm not gonna select that. But I will, in most cases, go where the discomfort is because we know from experience, we know by being taught, we know from other people that the decision to go into discomfort or mystery or unknown betters you as an individual. You go through the emotions, maybe you make a mistake, maybe you fall, but you learn from it. And that was a decision that got you there. You said, okay, I'm gonna do it. <coughs> Plane door opens when you're about to skydive, oh, I don't wanna do it, they push you out. Boom, they decided for you in that moment. However, you decided to go all the way up and do it with the fucking parachute strapped to your back with the goofy goggles they put on you, the goofy jacket the other person attached to you. So you go through with it. Now, if you were to go up on that plane and then step away, 
and not do it and go back down because you're too chicken shit to jump out of the door, then that's a wrong decision that you made. That tells me you're not committed to what you say you're going to do. That tells me you're afraid of stepping out of your comfort zone. Because if you never go on the plane or skydive because you truly have that fear or you're like, man, I really don't want to risk losing my life, then you wouldn't be in the plane in the first place and you wouldn't be up there with that person strapped to you. Okay? <clears throat> what decisions have to be made? That's a question to present to yourself in this moment as you're listening. And as you present the question, notice how one, two, or three things will pop into your head. And you're looking at it and saying, oh, okay, he's right. Oh, shit, yeah. Well, if you really want to step your fucking game up, then by tonight, many of you are listening on the East Coast, different parts of the world, wherever you're at, within 30 minutes or even less of me stepping off this podcast, you commit to making one decision that you've been sitting on the fence that you need to make, and you make it, and you move on. And then you see the ripple effect it's going to have on your life. Because just like any other ritual, like any other, quote, habit that people say, oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. You, all you have to do is reverse it now. If you're constantly in the ritual or habit of being indecisive, that can be changed. You now get into the mode of constantly making decisions, which you do anyway. I decide every day what car I'm going to drive. I decide every day if I'm going to get out of bed on time or not. I decide every day what I'm going to put in my fucking mouth and eat or drink. I decide if I'm going to take my ass to the gym and do my torturous boxing workout. Shout out to Brock. But I love it. But I decide if I'm going to do that or not. I decide if I'm going to pay him for his services. You decide if you're going to come onto this podcast and listen or not. You're making decisions all the time. What you've been fooled to think is one decision is super important, all the other ones, eh, they're not that important. Every fucking decision is super important. Who told you that bullshit? Because it's the little decisions that you're unconscious of and you don't think about that end up creating either the life that you want or damage you beyond repair. Hey! Now, simple as what I just told you is, people still won't get it. Oh, well, what do you mean? Like that one decision I made to go to that interview or, or tell that thing to that one guy. How about everything that led you there? You're telling me those decisions weren't important? Or people that maybe um, uh, made, it, made a bad decision and they ended up getting arrested or, or they committed a crime or whatever. There's many other decisions made up to that point right before they actually committed the crime that led to that. It wasn't just the act of pulling the gun out or robbing the store. What happened that day? Look at all the decisions that went into that. Because a lot of them even say on tape later, you know what, I had a hunch throughout the day I got many signals to not do it, and I still did it. So they made a decision, multiple decisions, to ignore those signals. So no matter which way we look at this thing, we begin to see that those decisions led to that other one. Had the other decisions been considered and made properly, they wouldn't have been here. Therefore, you cannot say the final decision is more important than previous decisions, regardless of magnitude. Because obviously, if we're looking at magnitude, the final decision to commit the crime in magnitude, right, is bigger. But it's not really. It's not more important. So... The simplest thing you need to do is be aware of decisions you're making throughout the day, all the time. Understand and accept that every decision is important. Imagine if I didn't make it important now to wear deodorant as a man and brush my teeth. 
within a couple days, I would stink. And within a week or two, my teeth would probably be rotting already. Hey! But hey, no, it's just a little insignificant decision, right? But the accumulation effect. I think, I think he wants food. If you look, um, one second guys, if you look, if you go in there and you face the little cabinets on the bottom, the second set of cabinets, the second set of doors, yeah, on your left, on the bottom, has his food. Now, I can beat this subject to death, ladies and gentlemen. It is an awareness. It is a muscle that you need to exercise more and more. And you have to commit to making difficult decisions. Because a, a lot of decisions, even though they're all, you know, not really one more important than the other, some of them are more difficult. In the grand scheme of things. His bowl, yeah, his bowl is there, you see it. So what I do, what I do is commit myself to confronting these difficult, quote, decisions. I don't even like that word, but I'll say it so you guys understand it. I like confronting these difficult decisions and as quickly as possible making a decision about it. That way I can now trust my process even more. Because the more decisions you guys make and the quicker you make them, eventually your own judgment and instinct will be even more sharper and refined. It's like guys who, or people who begin to shoot a gun or box or whatever it is, eventually your decision-making process and your reflexes become better and better and better. Then you can make decisions quicker and in the moment faster and overall they're gonna be better and more accurate. And again, I had this realization a long time ago. That's why I'm always decision, 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 decision. Boom, 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 boom. Now I can make super decisions quickly, and they're powerful. And more often than not, I'm right. More often than not, I am making the best decision. And of course, nobody's perfect, but I'm still always getting there. My percentage is getting higher of wrong, right versus wrong. So in essence, it's this, it's this game that a lot of people are scared to play, but I'm willing to play. Because I know in the end, the winner is me. Because at, at the end of life, you will, your reality, how you look, how you speak, who you're with, what you have, what you don't have, will be an accumulation of all the decisions you've made. It's crazy. Somebody has a lot of scars on their body, it has to do with the decisions that they made. Someone's very wealthy, it's decisions. It would do much better for you to view the world for a moment to understand this in that manner. That person's successful, man, what decisions did they make to get there? Shit. I bet a lot of them were uncomfortable. I bet a lot of them had to do with taking risks versus just the average person that's like anybody else, what decisions did they make? Well, they probably made the same decisions that the average person makes, which is play it safe, very minimalist. Don't go for it, do what other people tell me. Status quo. You can just leave it there. He'll, he'll eat. He knows. He'll come back. He always goes back to the, the blanket. Absolutely needed to hear this tonight. Good. So before I transition into the next topic, this is a tool for your tool belt, ladies and gentlemen, how you view, how you process stuff, a constant check you can run on yourself. Am I making enough decisions? Am I putting myself out of my comfort zone? 
Now everything becomes a lot easier for you to do. Let's give a better understanding of it, okay? Another thing that was discussed uh, that's been on my mind is people talk about reactions and emotions, right? Oh, how do I not get caught up in this or this happened? How do I not become so attached? And an old teaching that originally, I believe I heard from Tony Robbins, and I think a lot of people overlook this because again, anything like Anthony Robbins or what people deem as like motivational has become so fucking cliche that any gold nuggets given in it now are just like pissed on by people because they're like, oh, it's just a motivational speech, okay? But you need to understand this. He said a very strong line, and I heard this first years ago, but it stuck with me. He said, nothing has meaning except the meaning that we give it. You know, and his fucking crazy voice, nothing has meaning except for the meaning that we give it. You know how fucking Tony Robbins um, talks. It always cracks me up. I can't even really listen to him anymore. <laughs> he has a like booming voice, right? Nothing has meaning except for the meaning that we give him. And man, that stuck with me. I heard that and I was like, man, that is a motherfucker right there. That's like a, like a, a, a double or platinum nugget. It's not even a gold nugget. It's a platinum nugget, right? And then I was like, man, that's so true. So I think about times in my life, like for those of you who've been following me for a while, if you remember, and I've used this example before, when my truck tire blew out, my lifted truck, and I was on the freeway and I pulled over, I called the AAA guy and... You know, I did a live. I was like, hey, I'm waiting for the tow truck. And everyone's like, dude, you're tired. Blah, blah. And like, you're in such good spirits. Like, you seem happy and you're having fun with it. That's an example of that thing I learned from Tony Robbins. Nothing has meaning except for the meaning that we give it. I gave it very minimum significance. Eh, it happens. Versus other people, that scenario, they'd carry with them in their emotions and in their language for months. Oh, you won't believe what happened to me. Oh, my God, I'm so unlucky. And now that becomes their story. How many things are happening to you every day? How many of you have ever said, oh, I'm so unlucky. Oh, it's not for me. This always happens to me. You're giving it the wrong meaning and too much meaning, too much significance. And then the shit that actually matters that can help you, you give it no significance at all and you ignore it. Oh man, I finally got a, a sale today for the salespeople. And what do people do? Oh, but wasn't, didn't it take you a week? 200 people told you no before you got the sale. Right there, they're giving the wrong meaning to it. They're polluting the way you put meaning on things. So they want you to focus on what you lost instead of the win. So no, I focus on the win. I'm giving it a winning meaning. Not I lost and failed 200 times before the sale. I got the sale, I won, that's the meaning. Those no's led me to this, therefore it's a part of the win. Right there. So even getting that meaning messed up of what I just told you or, and again, you have control over this, ladies and gentlemen, every single one of you, because I can look at that scenario or any scenario of the two that I just gave you or a million more. I don't have to give you a million examples of that. You all get this. You're all adults. A simple shift in perception either makes that great, makes it empowering, moves you forward, feeds you good emotions, or it does the opposite. It destroys you. It lingers. It creates negative emotions in you. And guess what? When you have lingering negative emotions, it fucking kills you. Why do you think they show the example of two jars of rice, for example, cooked rice, and one person throws negative energy and thoughts and emotions to one, and it rots, and then they give and throw positive emotion and vibes to the other one, and it doesn't rot. So that tells you if you're carrying that negativity in you and that shit, it literally fucking rots you from the inside. It kills you. 
Why do you think people typically that are the sickest are normally the most negative? Very rarely do you find somebody who's sick who's like, hey, it's okay. Very fucking rare. Very rare. Or they get sick, then they have the epiphany and they switch. And then all of a sudden they start doing better. I've seen a million of these stories. Many of you have seen it on YouTube, Netflix, and everything. I don't have to go through it. Don't, if he's going to eat something, don't let him. So with that said, I just gave you the key. It's under your fucking control. Now, we still might feel an initial emotional, emotional response. That's okay. Everybody does. If you get rejected or embarrassed, you're going to feel like shit for a second. But how you carry that, what meaning you give it is entirely up to you. Case in point, one of the other classic self-help sayings is, um, it's not what happens, it's how you respond. It's not what happens to you, it's how you respond to it, right? Many of you have heard that. Any of you who have done any type of self-help have heard that. That's that. That's the meaning. That's the same one. Meaning, something outside of my control can occur, like my tire exploding on the freeway. Or something. What do I do after that? How do I respond to that? That's under my control. I can respond if somebody hits me with their car. Hey, fuck you, you piece of shit. Or I can be like, ah, oh well, here, give me your information. I'll call the cops, no worries. I'll call the insurance company. Let me just get a picture real quick, which I've done. And people get out of the car thinking I'm gonna be super pissed and they're kind of like that. And they're like, oh, he's cool. I'm like, yeah, no problem. Even if you weren't paying attention, dude, whatever shit happens. Let's just get out of here quick. I wanna go home. And they're like, okay, but don't let him eat that. Don't let him eat that. What's the difference there? Did, did he eat something? No. Okay. It's just a paper. Oh, don't let him, because last time he was fucked up for like three days because of that. So if you only had a small piece, it's okay, but don't let him eat. Um, so how many people now, with that example I just gave you, will destroy their lives and their mental state with that? So that is 100% of your control because even if you have the inclination to have an outburst or do something, you don't have to go with it. You don't have to go off your impulse. If you do, then you're literally no better than an animal and you're saying my conscious process has zero, zero power. I am literally an animal because I just go off instinct. If I look at my cat a certain way and move like a predator, he responds, his instinct, because it's just impulse. Oh, it's a predator. So you're reducing yourself to literally an animal and you're saying I'm no better than an animal because I just respond to shit. I have no mental faculty, no logic. I can't say, okay, it was an accident. And that's a pathetic existence. That's how most people exist. It's sad. You're negating your power as a human being. Okay, so is this the Modern Success Lecture Tease or the podcast? This is the podcast, Jay. So I will open it up to questions now, guys. Uh, Modern Success is way better than this, brother. Make sure you guys join. If you are interested, join modernsuccess.com. I think I had like two people join in the last hour. So make sure you guys get on. Um, yeah, I'll open up to questions, Zoom, uh, Instagram, anybody, whatever you want. Th uh, preach, you're welcome. So the worst part is 90, 99% of things are outside of our control, so there's no point. Pretty much, dude. Pretty much. What's up? What's up, homie? Any questions about modern success? Hit Alex up. What's up, dude? Dude? Everybody wants to see you, dude. Everybody wants to see you, dude. What's up? I'm causing a lot of havoc, man.
It's been a home, man. Thanks. You're welcome. How do you enlighten someone who does react impulsively to their ways when it affects you or your family? They have to want to change, brother. Now, if you feel like they're imposing on your space, then you tell them, hey, when you react the way that you react, um, when you're around me, I would ask that you not do that because blah, blah, blah. It makes me feel like shit or whatever, right? But you can't force them to change. They have to want to change and come to you, right? Random question, how old is he? Uh, he's the same birthday as me, so he's, but he's 2017, so June, so he's about a year and a half. I needed this, of course. You need to get a lot of success, Abigail, 100%. What's the longest you've seen a seller to sign the release cancellation contract? Um, I have some that were never signed, dude, so. How come you left Sacramento and went to LA? Who are you talking to? Me? I never lived in Sacramento, Kyle. I don't know who you're talking to. Aside from boxing, what's your current focus of development? I have many focuses of development, Jay. Business, money, mindset, communication. When you, I feel. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a modern success teaching, Alex. They're not going to understand that. That's something I reserve for you guys. Uh, UBC, not sure if you remember, but promised crazy water bottle flip video. You just post it on your, your feed, man. That way it goes viral. I just did that because it's a stupid thing I see people doing all the time. Those bottle flip videos get millions of views. It's fucking stupid. You have a passion for real estate? No, I've said many times I don't have a passion for real estate. It's just a vehicle for me to enjoy life the way I want to enjoy. Any questions? None on Zoom? Okay. How do you feel about cardboard straws? I don't really care. I don't really use straws anyway. As soon as I get a straw and a drink, I throw it out. And I just drink the drink from the cup. Have I always lived in LA? Yeah, dude. I don't know why you thought I was in Sacramento. That's weird. I saw YouTube mention depression. Yeah, I talked about depression a long time ago. This, this idea you talked about tonight where you taught every, pretty much everything I talk about, I was taught at some point. So yes. Uh, good video to start with. Uh, a good way for you to start, Jay, uh, now that you're on Modern Success, I do, I have a section on the website called Winner Circle, which is daily videos. And then in the Facebook group, if you're not a part of it, make sure you request to join. I do daily videos, teaching stuff, um, ideas, stuff like that. Start with that, because I've gone over stuff like financial management, where to invest your money, how to manage your money, a lot of mindset stuff, a lot of advanced stuff that I've never given on YouTube that will help you. Um, so start with those videos. And then if you want to brush up your sales skills, close the deal is a good section for that. And then just the regular lectures that I've done for Modern Success on the member site, that vault, um, I would focus under the skills and mindset portion of it. And then if you want to run a business, I have a systems portion too. Would you have been able to start real estate at 18? Sure, but I was playing basketball at that time. What are your steps to making quicker decisions? You start making decisions faster. For example, how many of you struggle? And this, oh man, it boils my blood when people do this. When you go out to eat and they take fucking 30 minutes to pick what they want, start with that. I, I, I can tell, if somebody takes fucking six years to figure out what they wanna eat, that motherfucker is not a decisive person, whether it's a man or a woman, I don't care. I don't care what they tell me, okay? That's one way to start. All the things that you have to decide on that you take too long, start deciding quicker.
Oh, you're in the Facebook group. Good. I don't know the I don't know the markets in Texas, Megan. He asked, "Pretend you're a brand new agent. You were only limited to selling Texas." I know Houston. I know El Paso. I know Dallas. You know, uh, I don't know, dude. I, I don't know which market's hotter. I have no idea. What I can tell you is this, bro. Wherever you want to live, sell. That's number one because you have opportunities in all of them. I always believe you got to love what you do to be successful. Well, I think I'm a, an example of the opposite of that, right? I don't love real estate. However, what I did see in real estate is an opportunity to live the life that I wanted and learn some very valuable skills that will help me in life. So. LOL, your dad video. There you go. Glad you liked it. Decisiveness. Decisiveness is a dope subject. Yes, sir, it is. It's very, very dope. And it's overlooked. You ever target your neighbors in real estate? Yeah, of course. They've been door knocked. They've been contacted. They know who I am. That's the first line of attack. Any questions from you? Do you have any questions? Pharaoh, do you have any questions? Nice too. He actually stopped and looked at me. That's funny. Mate, uh, Mate, there's so many brands, bro, it doesn't really matter, right? Rosamonte is probably one of the better ones, R-O-S-A-M-O-T-E. But you need the cup, you need the cup, bro, and you need the straw, right? Then when you heat the water up, you don't let it boil. It's, you stop it before, right before boil. If you let it boil, it's too hot, and you'll burn the leaves. It's, a, it's an art form to get it right. Steve, yes, I am touring other states. I appreciate the words, brother. Um, a lot of people are flying me out now. A lot of companies are paying me to go speak, and I, and I am, dude. I've already booked three or four speaking gigs for 2019. Um, yeah, you're into some interesting shit. That's why you got to get on Modern Success, brother. Wes, then you'll really get to go into my mind. Any other questions? Ladies and gentlemen, I'll answer one or two more. Sweet, there you go, Pedro. Good job, man. I've been to Florida a couple times to speak, Steve. I'm also speaking at the Florida Association of Realtors Convention next year. I've already booked that for next August. So make sure you make it to that. I'll be in Boston uh, in a couple weeks. Um, I'm all over the place. What would you do if a lot of people in your area are Indian speaking or Chinese? Which, where I live, there is a lot. You have to partner up with people who speak those languages. Anything in the Bay Area, um, tell your people to get me out there, AP, and I will. I go to the Bay pretty often, though. Is your lunch and learn for new people mainly? Not really, Dustin. It's for, it is circled around EXP, but it could be for anybody, dude. Team leaders, new agents, veteran agents, but it is about EXP. You gotta get speak at 10X GrowthCon. I know a lot of people recommended Grant that I speak at 10X GrowthCon, but I knew they wouldn't pick me because my following isn't big. They want people with have, to have big followings and big names. I'm not there yet. So it's all a business at that point. Even if I'm the best fucking speaker, which I know I could probably blow all those speakers out of the water when I go speak, they're still not gonna get me because I don't have a big, big name yet. What do you mean team up? Partner up with somebody and say, hey bro, Let's do together. We can work it together. If a Chinese speaker comes in, we split the deal. 
and I can even handle most of it. I just need you to translate. Do both car business, door knock and cold call. Cool, okay. Uh, what's the best place to start my YouTube channel if you're gonna get into real estate, Vinny? Um, I would go through my playlist, how to get, how to become a realtor, how to get your license, new agent help. I have a ton of playlists that will help you and walk you through it for the most part. Yeah, he has energy like me, he's crazy. Cool, all right guys, I'll end it here. Uh, if you have any other questions, let me know later. Of course, it's sponsored by Team BC, my real estate team. We'll take care of you worldwide. Make sure you contact me or my team at teambcsold.com. Secondly, Modern Success, my personal coaching and mentorship program. If you are interested and you'd like to join, go to joinmodernsuccess.com. That's the quickest link, or you can do it through my website. Um, I really recommend you guys get on. It's a phenomenal program. And lastly, EXP, I'm having a lunch and learn December 6th. Make sure you check that out on my Instagram and Facebook to sign up. Um, also, if you want to join the company, go to join.exprealty.com. Get your app in, or you can message me for more info. Okay? Appreciate you guys being here. Peace out, and we will see you on the next one.